0: Daily Prayer, a ministry of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We'll be here with you every day throughout the COVID-19 emergency. I'm Pastor Bob Shaver. It's good to see you. Today is Tuesday, September 29th, the Tuesday after proper 21. Let's take a moment of silence now as we begin. We begin with a lighted candle. Let's pray. God of love, giver of life, you know our frailties and failings. Give us your grace to overcome them, keep us from those things that harm us, and guide us in the way of salvation, through Jesus Christ our Savior and Lord, Amen. Now we turn to Holy Scripture. Today our readings begin in Psalm 28. To you, O Lord, I cry out. My protector, do not ignore me. If you do not respond to me, I will join those who are descending into the grave. Hear my plea for mercy when I cry out to you for help, when I lift my hands toward your holy temple. Do not drag me away with evil men, with those who behave wickedly, who talk so friendly to their neighbors while they plan to harm them. Pay them back for their evil deeds. Pay them back for what they do punish them, for they do not understand the Lord's actions or the way he carries out justice. The Lord will permanently demolish them. The Lord deserves praise, for he has heard my plea for mercy. The Lord strengthens and protects me. I trust in him with all my heart. I am rescued, and my heart is full of joy. I will sing to him in gratitude. The Lord strengthens his people. He protects and delivers his chosen king. Deliver your people. Empower the nation that belongs to you. Care for them like a shepherd, and carry them in your arms at all times. Turning now to the book of Judges, the 16th chapter. Samson went to Gaza. There he saw a prostitute, went in to have sex with her. The Gazites were told, Samson has come here. So they surrounded the town, and hid all night at the city gate, waiting for him to leave. They relaxed all night, thinking, he will not leave until morning comes. Then we will kill him. Samson spent half the night with the prostitute. Then he got up in the middle of the night and left. He grabbed the doors of the city gate, as well as the two posts, and pulled them right off, bar and all he put them on his shoulders and carried them up to the top of a hill east of Hebron. After this, Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah, who lived in the Sorek Valley. The rulers of the Philistines went up to visit her and said to her, Trick him. Find out what makes him so strong and how we can subdue him and humiliate him. Each one of us will give you 1100 silver pieces. So Delilah said to Samson, Tell me what makes you so strong, and how you can be subdued and humiliated. Samson said to her, If they tie me up with seven fresh bowstrings that have not been dried, I will become weak and be just like any other man. So the rulers of the Philistines brought her seven fresh bowstrings which had not been dried, and they tied him up with them. They hid in the bedroom. Then she said to him, The Philistines are here, Samson. He snapped the bowstrings as easily as a thread of yarn snaps when it is put close to the fire. The secret of his strength was not discovered. Delilah said to Samson, Look, you deceived me and told me lies. Now tell me how you can be subdued. He said to her, If they tie me tightly with brand new ropes that have never been used, I will become weak and be just like any other man. So Delilah took new ropes, and tied him with them, and said to him, The Philistines are here, Samson. The Philistines were hiding in the bedroom, but he tore the ropes from his arms as if they were a piece of thread. Delilah said to Samson, Up to now you have deceived me and told me lies. Tell me how you can be subdued. He said to her, if you weave the seven braids of my hair into the fabric on the loom and secure it with the pin, I will become weak and be like any other man. So he made him go to sleep, wove the seven braids of his hair into the fabric on the loom, fastened it with the pin, and said to him, The Philistines are here, Samson. He woke up and tore away the pin of the loom and the fabric. She said to him, How can you say I love you when you will not share your secret with me? Three times you have deceived me and have not told me what makes you so strong. He nagged him every day and pressured him until he was sick to death of it. Finally, he told her his secret. He said to her, My hair has never been cut, for I have been dedicated to God from the time I was conceived. If my head were shaved, my strength would leave me, and I would become weak and be just like all other men. Delilah saw that she had been told his secret. He, she sent for the rulers of the Philistines, saying, Come up here again, for he has told me his secret. So the rulers of the Philistines went up to visit her, bringing the silver in their hands. She made him go to sleep on her lap, and then called a man in to shave off the seven braids of his hair. She made him vulnerable, and his strength left him. She said, The Philistines are here, Samson. He woke up and thought, I will do as I did before and shake myself free. He did not realize that the Lord had left him. The Philistines captured him and gouged out his eyes. They brought him down to Gaza and bound him in bronze chains. He became a grinder in the prison. His hair began to grow back. in the letter to the Philippians, the first chapter, Paul writes. Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ from envy and rivalry, but others from goodwill. The latter do so from love, because they know that I am placed here for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ from selfish ambition, and not sincerely, because they think they can cause trouble for me in my imprisonment. What is the result? Only that... In every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is being proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. My confident hope is that I will in no way be ashamed, but that, with complete boldness, even now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether I live or die. For to me, living is Christ, and dying is gain. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now that we've dwelt in God's word, let's take some time to pray together. I'd like to invite you to pray out loud with me. Don't be embarrassed that you are praying for the video screen I'm praying in an empty room, and yet, despite the strangeness, our technology is joining us in prayer right now, no matter when or where we are. So in that spirit, let's pray. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Lord, hear my prayer, and let my cry come before you. Almighty and merciful God, you are the only source of health and healing. You alone can bring calmness and peace. Grant to all of our neighbors who are ill an awareness of your presence, and a strong confidence in you. In their pain, weariness, and anxiety, surround them with your care. Protect them by your loving might and grant to them, once again, the gifts of health, and strength, and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of earth and air, water and fire, height and depth, we pray for those who work in danger, who rush in to bring hope and help and comfort when others flee to safety, whose mission is to seek and save, serve and protect, and whose presence embodies the protection of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Give them caution and concern for one another, so that in safety they may do what must be done under your watchful eye. Support them in their courage and dedication, that they may continue to save lives, ease pain, and mend the torn fabric of lives and social order. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, support and strengthen all those who reach out in love, concern, and prayer for the sick and distressed. In their acts of compassion, may they know that they are your instruments. In their concerns and fears, may they know your peace. In their faithful serving, may they know your steadfast love. May they not grow weary or faint-hearted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, in the stillness of our souls, we listen for your voice to know again that you are God. Quiet our restless hearts with the knowledge that you are near us, keeping watch over your own. Rekindle our faith, and light the lamp of hope within our hearts. Then take us by the hand into each day that lies ahead, for where you lead, we can confidently go with Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. each day i like to share with you one good thing a bit of hopeful news a moment of beauty a tip to help you through the day every time that i'm at the church i'm just floored by the beauty of our gardens the members who are caring for them have really just done a bang up job this year i particularly love the garden the courtyard that's at the center of our building it's a shame that this is the least visible of all of our gardens because really a lovely place there in the middle of the building. On Sunday, I just stood with my camera for five whole minutes to capture a little bit of it for you. Here's a taste. And that's one good thing for today. Do you have a good thing that you'd like to share with the world? Send us your photos and videos by going to bit.ly slash mygoodthing and share your tips and stories with at on Twitter. I can't wait to hear from you. And that'll do it for now. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us today. We hope it's been a blessing. Please take a moment to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and tell your friends about us. Stop by and visit us online at goodshepherdlife.org. And please consider making a gift to support our ongoing ministry. You'll find our PayPal address in the program notes. Stay well, be of good cheer, and be kind to one another. I'll see you tomorrow.